Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I am so excited for today's guest. Radha is a Instagram coach and strategist for introverts. She loves helping her clients grow their pages and businesses intuitively without needing to be extroverts. And I love all that she's putting out on Instagram. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thanks so much for having me. It's exciting to be here. Yeah. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit about you, your story, and how you got started in your business. Sure. I've had a few marketing jobs in my life. I've kind of dabbled in marketing, social media marketing on and off here at different jobs that I've had. And at my last nine to five, I worked with all sorts of different entrepreneurs starting their own businesses, many who had never started businesses before working with me. And at that point, I really started to get a lot of inspiration for starting my own business because it never really felt right when jobs working for other people. So decided to quit my nine to five in 2019. And it was kind of a natural transition into doing a social media type business because I've always wanted to work from home, doing my introvert thing at home. So I decided that would be the way to go and took a big leap. And I'm happy that I did. I love the world of marketing too. I think marketing gets a bad rap sometimes, but there's a way to do it that is really ethical and sustainable. And that is what I'm interested in. That's so awesome. So I think I know the answer to this, but what is your favorite marketing platform or method for your business? So definitely Instagram all the way. I think Instagram has been around a little over 10 years. I've been on it the whole time, but only started a business account within the last couple of years here. I love Instagram so much because it is such a visually driven platform, but it, in the last few years, it has really grown and evolved into becoming such a beautiful, powerful storytelling platform. And I think that, you know, we can tell stories through blogs and other avenues like that, but it doesn't have that same social connectivity conduit, I guess you could say, that Instagram has. And that's why I love that platform. And most of the clients that I have now have come directly through Instagram. All the coaching clients pretty much have come through Instagram. And so that's really my main sweet spot. Instagram is my jam. Some people think, oh, well, so many new platforms coming out. Is Instagram kind of over? And I don't think so. I think it's been a powerhouse for a long time and they continue to adapt and change to keep up with the market and the changing tides. And so for all these reasons, I think that it's my favorite platform to be on because of the community that I have fostered there. And that's been one of the sweetest spots in my business. And I know you also really love Clubhouse. Is it a weekly room that you do on Clubhouse? I know I've been in there a few times and it's always such an awesome room for introverts. I know. I love having you there. Right now, as of this moment in time, I do a weekly room with Robin McNeil. She is also a business coach who works with a lot of introverts. She's really great. It's sort of a marketing for introverts room. And I started my own club 
on Clubhouse. It's all about social media for introverts. So we like to host a weekly room where we talk all about Instagram, marketing, business, all of that stuff, and working through some of your business blocks and challenges that we face as introverts, right? Because we face very unique and different challenges to our extrovert counterparts. So we love to discuss all of that. Clubhouse is a really fun and exciting platform that's come up in the last year that is voice only for those who aren't familiar with it. And that's nice for introverts because we don't have to feel pressure to show up on video and any kind of aspect like that. We can just go live and have meaningful conversations with other people. Most of the introverts I've met we feel really fulfilled and energized by having those more meaningful conversations as opposed to the small talk, which can often drain us. So that's what I like about Clubhouse, just being able to dive in and cut through the red tape and have the really juicy conversations. I fell in love with Clubhouse too. It really allows you to connect with your audience on a deeper level, I feel like, especially if if you really don't love video, it's a great alternative to really making those deeper connections, like you said. Absolutely. And not everyone has to or should or needs to do video marketing either. One question I get asked a lot is what platforms should I be on to market my business and grow my business? And that's, you know, highly subjective and unique to what you do and what your business does. Of course, not everybody is going to be successful on Instagram. I think the majority of people can be because of the type of platform it is. But some people find that they enjoy being on Clubhouse more or they enjoy Facebook groups more. And if that's the case, then go where your clients are hanging out and where your connected community is hanging out. And that's what's going to fulfill you the most and also be more profitable and sustainable for your business. It's so important to do what you love and also where your clients are at. So if there's one platform where both of those things are true, then that's where you need to be. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's why I'm on Instagram and Clubhouse the most. I've definitely grown my Instagram as a result of being on Clubhouse. And I find that the two communities work really well in tandem. And I find that that can be successful for a lot of people where they really concentrate their efforts on maybe their website and a couple of platforms. And like one mistake I sometimes see new entrepreneurs make is they try to be omnipresent and everywhere at once on all the platforms. But if you don't have a huge team to help you with your social media presence, it can get really overwhelming, lead to burnout. And we don't want that. We don't want to be having this resentful (laughs) relationship with our business at the end of the day. It's important to really pay attention to where your ideal clients hang out. And as you said, where you also enjoy being too. I love that you mentioned trying to be in too many places because that's definitely something a lot of people do. And I struggled with it at the beginning too, because you're always told you need to be on here to find clients, or this is the best way to find clients and connect with them. So you try to do all the things and you don't put a really good level of energy into any one of them. So you don't really get much growth or traction on any of them. You feel kind of burned out and defeated and like nothing's working. But usually in the moments when that happens, it's not the time to give up. It's the time you need to pivot and refocus your efforts and figure out, okay, what actually is working and then concentrate your efforts there. But it can be tough, right? To push through that stage and continue to move forward with the needle in your business when you feel like giving up. I always encourage people, the cliche, but the time you feel like giving up, that's usually before you have a big breakthrough. So keep going. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) So I would love to hear, what is your best advice for introverts and Instagram? Ways to make it a little bit easier for them? Because I know so many people on Instagram are like, 
it's all about reels right now. And if people are really, really introverted or have social anxiety, that might be absolutely terrifying. So I'd love to hear your best tips around using Instagram as an introvert. So there's a lot of different things you can consider. One of my best tips that is super important is to protect your energetic boundaries as an introvert. It's so easy for us to get lost in the doom scroll, as I like to call it, where you get on there and then an hour of time is sucked away from just scrolling through content. And then you realize you could have been working on your own content or you could have been connecting with specific people that you wanted to connect with instead of just some people that you followed a long time ago and you forgot about, right? So what I recommend doing in that case is, and this seems a little bit structured, but sometimes we need a little bit of structure to preserve our energy, create some kind of tracker system for either your leads or your community members, like your peers that you want to interact with, and just go to those people's profiles specifically and set aside time on a weekly basis to engage with those people. So you're not on there for hours and hours every day. Same thing with DMs. It can be easy to refresh your email inbox. With DMs, it can be easy to feel like I have to get back to this person as soon as the DM comes in. But you can preserve your energy by setting aside specific times to check your DMs. And that's really going to help you take little breaks from social media and not feel like your life is consumed being on there. So I think that's one of the most important things you can do as an introvert. Regarding the video thing, reels are amazing for visibility. The first question you need to ask yourself when you think about reels is, first of all, do I not want to try reels because it's intimidating and I don't know how to make it work for me and I'm really terrified? Or is it that it's not aligned for me at all in my business? Because I find often it can just be that fear is getting in the way and we can see it as a really great opportunity to make it our own. I've spoken in groups before where one of the biggest things that comes up for people is, oh, I see these complicated dances and I'm not a dancer. I wouldn't do that in terms of my brand. I don't think reels are going to work for me, but they made up their mind already without trying to brainstorm and figure out how can I actually make it work for me and my brand. You know, you can actually get on reels without having to show your face or do any of that stuff. You can show behind the scenes working on products or services in your business, what clients have said, client testimonials, You can show things from your life, like how you make your morning coffee or whatever. There are all of these things you can do to create connectivity points with your audience and to show behind the scenes in your business while not feeling like you're the the center of your business with your face all the time. There's all these different things we can try. The secondary part of what I would tell introverts with being on Instagram is if you feel like you want to do video, but you're not confident on video, I always recommend doing some kind of ritual to make video more fun. So do something you really love beforehand, whether that's making yourself a soothing cup of tea, whether that's doing a little dance to your favorite music, whether that's meditating, whatever you're doing to make a positive association with it instead of just associating it negatively. And then once you have that soothing ritual, you know, maybe put on an outfit you really like, make an outline for what you're going to say so you feel more confident All these things are kind of going to help you get a little bit of momentum and make some baby steps towards showing up and showing up in your confidence and your unique energy. We don't have to be extroverts. We just want to be the best versions of ourselves, who we are uniquely. So I think all of these things are going to help you get a better handle for how you want to show up. And one of the most important things is it's awkward for all of us at first. You have to go through the stages where you suck 
to get to the stage where you feel more confident. Everyone goes through that. So just keeping all of these things in mind, I think, are a really important part of the process of being, quote unquote, successful on Instagram as an introvert. I think a lot of it for me personally was it wasn't really a confidence thing. It was more just accepting my awkwardness and just letting it shine because I felt like I needed to be perfect. Like Instagram can sometimes make it seem like you have to show up this perfect version of yourself. And it, it was that turning point, like you said, about being not the perfect version, but the best version of yourself. I love that. Every single introvert I've talked to has this perfectionism spiral that we get into where we know we have amazing taste. We know what looks great when we see it. And if we don't embody something like that right away, we get down on ourselves so easily. But like you said, we, we don't have to be the perfect version or whatever. We just, we have to show up within our energy and as the people like we uniquely are and want to be. That's what it's about. It's not about being someone else. So I love that you embrace the fact that you're feeling awkward. That's how I was. I, it took me six months of showing up on video to feel a little more comfortable with it, to be honest. And, and that's fine. We all have our process and we all have our timeline. And there's some people who awkwardness is completely part of their brand. And that's how they connect with their audience. You know, keeping that in mind, who is your ideal audience and your ideal clients? You're not making content for the whole of the internet. You're making content for the people who you know are going to resonate with you and who you are. And I think that's such an important thing to keep in mind at the end of the day. Being yourself and letting that shine through in so many ways, that's what attracts in the people who you really want to work with, not the people who you feel like you have to be a certain way for, you have to be perfect for at the end of the day. That is so powerful. I love how you just worded that. And it's so true. To build those authentic connections on social media, you really have to be real and you have to be comfortable with showing the real you a little bit and just be comfortable with that. And that's what people are going to connect with. <laughs> it's so true. I feel like for a long time, Instagram was all about perfection and the perfect aesthetic feed and gorgeous photos. And we still see a lot of that in play as we're scrolling through. But now as we're embracing more and more video content, it's all about it's okay to be messy as long as we're showing up as us because that's what people are connecting to. Sometimes my clients will come to me and say, I don't know how to show up on stories. Because I feel like my life is really boring and nobody is going to want to see that. Why would they want to look at that? And I would say, I would challenge them to say, first of all, it's not boring. It's relatable. If you have a quiet morning where you're by yourself with your dog and you're reading a book, probably that will relate to a lot of people out there and maybe relate to your ideal audience who would want to start a conversation with you based on the book you're reading. So even though you think there's not going to be a point of connection there based on this, you never know. And you can't make up your ideal audience's mind for them. You have to allow them in a little bit, so to speak. I think that's what the magic of video content, like stories, like reels are all about. It allows those organic connections to take center stage. And that's one thing I love about the evolution of Instagram in the last few years, embracing that. It's that we're able to connect on different levels than we ever would have before with the quote unquote, perfect aesthetic grid. I love that you shared that because I've heard that a lot too about people thinking that, you know, my life is boring and who wants to see that? And I have nothing really exciting to share and how you worded that. And I think that's something that a lot of introverts do. We make up our mind on how our audience is going to react 
and relate or not relate to something. And that's the reason for us not to put it out there. (laughs) Exactly. We are so good at overanalyzing and getting 10 steps ahead of ourselves. So I think one thing that's so important for introverts to do is, first of all, yes, we need to plan and it makes us feel safer to plan things out and have an idea of what we're going to do. But the second part of the equation is to live in the moment and detach from the results. Once you give something your all and you try something and you put it out there, we have to be able to practice non-attachment and take a step back and say, okay, let me just see how it's received instead of making up my mind about how I think it will be received. That's such an important thing. And it's hard. It's really hard, particularly if you are putting out a new product and it's scary and you don't know if people will buy the product or whatever it is but it's such an important part of being able to be resilient and move forward with our businesses. And and I don't think the inner work ever stops. I think it's an ongoing thing that we have to uh, cultivate within ourselves too. I totally feel that with Instagram. For me, I get lost in the uh, scrolling aspect of it and devouring so much content from my feed that I get overwhelmed. And then I start comparing myself and it's just energy draining. Even now, like I know how to overcome that, but I still sometimes like a month from now, I'll probably have that same issue again. It's like a constant work in progress. It's so true. We don't learn lessons just once, right? It's always about, oh, here's a reminder of why I learned this lesson before and I just need to relearn it again. It's like with so many other things, we build up habits and we relapse on habits and we do things over time because we're human beings. And I get stuck in the scroll every now and again, too. I'll be like under the covers at 1 a.m. while my husband's trying to sleep and I'm scrolling through real. And all of a sudden I'm like, why? Why is it two or three in the morning? And I'm still on this. And that's fine. Sometimes you just want to be entertained and have something to plug into. But Anytime I'm going overboard with the scrolling, I have to take a step back and ask myself, okay, why am I doing this? Is there an intention behind it? That's so powerful and essential for introverts for, like you said earlier about conserving our energy when it comes to social media, especially social media. I feel like that can usually be a big energy and time suck if we aren't mindful of what we're doing on there. It's so true. And I know a lot of introverts are also highly sensitive people, which I identify as being that way as well. And being on social media, quote unquote, too much for whatever that means for us in our lives. We have to be so cognizant of that because it's so easy to get sensory overwhelm and not realize it, you know. And for me, that's tied to my anxiety, too. I'm an anxious person. So if I have too much stimulation all throughout the day, I won't realize it until my body starts to shut down and I have to like lay in the dark (laughs) with no sounds or lights in order to reset. And I don't like to get to that place. So I think being proactive about taking care of my boundaries throughout the day and throughout the week and continuing to check in with myself is such an important piece of the puzzle. So anyone listening who's also anxious and or highly sensitive, super important. Please take care of yourself. Yeah, you just made me think of uh, one experience I had. I had to speak at a conference in person, which was absolutely terrifying. It was also the first time I ever flew on a plane. So that was nerve wracking on top of that. And then speaking at the conference, I didn't realize how tense I was until later that evening when my jaw was so sore, I couldn't even hardly talk. And that lasted for about a week. And it was because I was just so tense in the moment and I didn't realize it until later on. (laughs) 
Wow. That's so interesting how our bodies just internalize a lot of stuff that we're going through in terms of stress or whatever it is. I'm not a huge fan of public speaking. Like I have a friend who teaches public speaking and she talks about how being on the internet is a form of it, but that's more approachable to me. For me, if I'm in a a room of people and all eyes are on me, like same thing with being at like before COVID and everything happened when I would go to parties, if everyone's eyes were on me, I would just be counting the seconds until they would be focused on someone else. Like, I do not want to be in the spotlight. I'm just going to go into the corner where I can just be myself again, you know? Yeah, it was so funny because I was like, in the moment, I felt like I was okay. Like I was doing breathing exercises beforehand and I was telling myself, you got this, you can do this talking myself up beforehand. And I thought in the moment when I was actually presenting, which was an hour long, which was a long time to be up there, I felt like I was comfortable. But then afterwards, I was like, okay, I wasn't as comfortable as my mind allowed me to think I was because my body is now telling me otherwise. (laughs) It's so interesting how we can think that. And I noticed something that happens with me being an anxious person. I usually will have a big anxiety spike, not during the time that is stressful. But after the period of stress is over when I can finally relax, because that's when my body gives me time to actually process it. So that's why stuff like anxiety will come up when I'm completely relaxed. And I'm like, why am I feeling this way? And then I have to dive in deeper and realize it's, oh, I've just had a period of stress. And now my body is trying to process. So I have to be kind to myself in this moment, as I work through this stuff. And everybody processes things differently. It's really interesting. That's so true. I actually found the same thing with my anxiety. It was always like, I'd just be sitting there watching TV and then I just get this rush of anxious feelings. It felt like, like a tidal wave going over me. And I'm like, this is so out of nowhere. I'm just sitting here relaxing, watching TV. Like what is happening? But it was from earlier. And that was just the moment that my body finally relaxed enough to let those feelings rise to the surface. (laughs) It's almost like it's interesting how the human body tries to almost in a way protect us from something in order to keep us going through the thing we need to do. And then later on, it's like, okay, I'm going to hit you with that. It's like my mom. She only gets sick when she goes on vacation because that's when she has time to get sick. I would love for you to share a little bit about your signature program and how that works and who you work with. So my favorite signature program I have is my eight-week coaching program. It's for Instagram and business for introverts. We basically cover all these different avenues that you would need to know to run your business successfully through Instagram and connect that to email marketing. So we cover email marketing. We cover your brand. We cover getting confident on video. We talk about hashtags and analytics, all of these different aspects that really create a holistic strategy. And my favorite thing about this program is that I believe you have to have strategy and intuition both to feel good in your business and also to figure out how to run your business the way that you want to. So I incorporate both of those within the eight-week program. And it's basically a one-on-one program. And we meet over Zoom and have recorded 60-minute calls. And just a really juicy transformation that happens by the end of the program, I've had my clients so much more confident showing up on stories and videos, and they feel so much more empowered to show up within their energy and figure out how to make the tools of Instagram work for them, as opposed to feeling like they have to put themselves into a box in order to fit in on Instagram. And that's what it's all about. 
That is so powerful and so needed by so many introverts because so many people's target audiences are on Instagram. And I've seen a lot of people where they just, they struggle to connect and put themselves out there. And it's a lot of confidence issue. It's a lot of getting trapped in thinking that their life is boring and not knowing how to show up authentically. So I love that. That sounds so incredible. Thank you. It's my favorite, favorite program. And I have really amazing people that I work with, and I'm grateful for the work that I do. I would love for you to share personally, how long did it take for you to feel successful? Or did you have to overcome anything when it came to putting yourself out there in business as an introvert or anything that you had to deal with or struggled with at the beginning of your business? Okay, so the first question about how long did it take for me to feel successful? I have an interesting relationship with that. I don't know if I even fully feel successful now. I think it's one of those things where you have these milestones in your business and you're like, okay, this is great. I'm finding clients. I'm doing well. I'm supporting myself and I'm doing all the things. But what's the next step kind of a thing? So I think that's where that relationship comes into play. And it's kind of an ongoing conversation. So I guess that's what I'll say about the first question. And the second one, it was about milestones with showing up in my business, right? And, and how that's gone. Something that was a huge, hugely powerful shift for me was in the first couple of months of showing up in my business, uh, it took some time for me to niche down and figure out who I wanted to serve. So I landed on introverts because I'm an introvert and I felt that I know the introvert struggle really well. And that's who I wanted to help the most. And so I landed on that, but I still had a tough time showing up in a way that felt good to me and wasn't just blending in with the background of Instagram. And what I mean by that is when I was first showing up, I was talking about, okay, here's some productivity tips. Here are some checklists for some good practices to do on Instagram. and there were things I had knowledge on, but I didn't know how to present that in a way that was unique to me. I didn't know how to weave my own voice throughout the narrative of how I was showing up and educating and getting to know people on Instagram. So there's nothing wrong with really vanilla content is what I'll call it, but it just wasn't really me. And I didn't know how to make the content more me, so to speak, in, in the beginning of my journey. And if anyone's listening to this and has felt the same way, you're not alone. That's completely normal. So I got an Instagram audit from someone who I admire a lot. And she gave me a permission slip to be vulnerable with my audience. And she said, you know, I think a lot of this stuff you're putting out is great. But if you want to get to know your audience more, I definitely encourage you to share some more about your life. What are challenges that you've overcome and struggles you've had in the past? And how has that made you who you are now? And how can you weave in that narrative into your page? And it really got me thinking because I know that that is an amazing thing to share on your page, but I wasn't yet at the point where I knew how to share those aspects of myself because I was still testing the waters and figuring out what works and what doesn't. So this gateway opened to me when I started to share those things. I started to talk about my challenges as an introvert, how when I was a teenager, I literally didn't know how to start conversations with anyone. I was so stuck inside my own head that I couldn't see outside that lens. I started to talk about my anxiety and panic attacks that I've had in my life. I started to talk about being a sensitive person and some of the challenges that I've faced in the past. And when I started to open up about these things, I started to 
meet more and more people who came into my amazing community, who I really connected with on deeper levels, who had things in common with me, and they could relate to these stories. And that was actually really healing for me, because most of my life, I didn't have really a big community that I felt I could look to that also, I felt supported me a lot. And all of these things that I started to share, I think one of the reasons it was so hard to open up and share those things is because they're things that made me feel separate from my peer groups as I was growing up. These were things that made me feel like I'm the outsider, I'm the weird kid, no one wants to hear about my stuff that I deal with, like my anxiety or my introversion. So when I started to share all of these things, this beautiful healing moment started to happen where I felt like, okay, wait a minute, I can actually be myself online and I can share these things that I would never bring up in normal conversation in the real world. And that's what's going to connect me to the people who are my people who really vibe with me and like what I have to talk about and have to offer. Wow, that's, that's incredible, right? And because I experienced that transformation myself, that's why I felt so compelled to help other introverts like me have, you know, maybe if not the same transformation as me, their own incredible transformations through their Instagrams, through their businesses, through their pages. Because I know that that's possible once you start to try things, give yourself those permission slips and start to open yourself up to your community and be vulnerable because vulnerability is strength. Vulnerability is beautiful. And so once we start to tap into that, amazing things start to happen. That's the power of vulnerability. It's so hard to get there, but it's such a powerful way to really have those deep connections and especially introverts, <clears throat> because your target audience is introverts. We're craving those deeper connections. So being vulnerable and being your authentic self, that's what's going to connect with your audience. And, and that's obviously proof with how your business has grown. Oh, thank you. I feel so lucky to have met all of the amazing people that I've met last year, not just clients, but people in general. I've had some amazing peers that I've met online, people like you. I mean... I feel so lucky to have this beautiful introvert community that I've just tapped into as a result of deciding to niche down and putting out that aspect of myself. And I love talking about that. Some of us, there's so many introverts who never talk about how they're introverts on their pages. I see that more and more. Introverts calling out of the woodwork and commenting on my posts like, this is me too, you know, and to feel that that simpatico and that solidarity with other people is so nice, particularly in the last year when we haven't had as many opportunities for those connections. It's awesome to have a community of people that can really relate to you and get it. Because I, I do feel like with marketing, there's a lot of the bro marketing out there and the you have to do this and this, and it, it can be terrifying for an introvert to see all of that. So finding people like you where you can actually relate to the person and see what they've overcome and how they're using social media as such a powerful tool. It can really be a game changer for introverts. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about being an introvert much. Like you said, there's a lot of introverts coming out of the woodwork. It's interesting that one out of three people in the world are introverts, but a lot of people don't talk about it. And even five, 10 years ago, I always thought that introversion and being called an introvert was an insult. It wasn't until I actually accepted that, yes, this is who I am and I love who I am and this is how I recharge and 
how I work and this is just me, then it completely changed everything for me in my life and business once I just accepted it as who I am and that it's awesome and not a negative. (laughs) It's so easy for us. I think we're still taught those messages by society that say like to be successful, you have to do the bro marketing and be like super loud and in people's faces and, you know, constantly come at them with sales stuff. And it's like, no, we don't have to do that. We're getting away from I think people are tired of that as old archaic way of marketing and doing things. One of the most empowering things you can do as an introvert is to say like, no, I can do things differently. This is my business and I can do whatever I want as long as I'm doing it in an ethical way, I would say, and not hurting anyone like, hey, do what you want in your business. And if you take one thing away from this conversation, it should be that you can do things differently and you can do things your own way as an introvert. Success for one person doesn't look like the same thing for another person. And there's so many qualities about introverts that make us uh, amazing in business. For example, like the depth and conversation that we've talked about before, that can make it easier to connect with your ideal clients and figure out what do they actually need. And many of us are super observational because we're in our own inner world. We're able to look out at the world and really observe. And that just helps you so much in business because you're able to fine-tune a lot of those details and figure out what really works well. So there are so many qualities that we have as introverts. They're really amazing qualities in the business world. We just have to reframe and be able to see things through that lens. Yes, it is awesome. And I think we can end it there. Like, honestly, that is the perfect ending and takeaway for anyone listening. So I would love for you to share where everyone can find you online. I'm on Instagram the most. So come find me I'm at radamaharlika.co, but yeah, come say hi to me. Uh, I'm super easy to talk to. Feel free to send me a DM and let me know that you listened to this conversation because I would love to continue the conversation. Did you want to share your clubhouse username too? Because I know a lot of people will probably want to jump into those rooms that you host because they are absolutely fantastic and full of awesome knowledge and connections are so awesome in those rooms. I'm such a huge fan of the rooms that you host. Like I have notifications on so I can follow you around clubhouse. Oh, I love that. I always love seeing you pop into those rooms. It brings me so much joy. (laughs) So I'm at Radha Maharlika on clubhouse. So it's very similar to my Instagram handle. And I just started a club called social media introverts. So if you search for that in the clubhouse field, if you're looking for groups to join, you can find my group and join and then I'll give you notifications when I have room going. I'd love to see you over there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a great conversation and I know so many of our listeners are going to get so much valuable knowledge from, from everything you've said today. Thank you so much. It, it's such a joy and an honor to be here. I'm so glad you invited me on here because it's been so great, you know, getting to know you better and being on your podcast. has been amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at introvertpreneur.com and at theterrorread.com, where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast 
so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.